The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. And the people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me, and I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Christ. You may be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, you tell us and show us that you love us. You name us children in our baptism, and you give us your Holy Spirit, part of yourself, and you call us beloved. We thank you for those gifts. Amen. So, Christmas. We make a big deal out of Christmas. And yet, Christmas is only mentioned in two books of the Bible, Matthew and Luke. And then we talk about baptism. And we don't make a real big show of baptism. We do when we baptize our children. It's important. But we really don't celebrate it like Christmas. And yet, Jesus' baptism is in Matthew and Mark, Luke, John, Acts, and Romans. And in the Bible, anytime something is named a lot or talked about a lot, that makes it very important. So, Jesus' baptism, according to the Bible, is more important than his birth. That's our clue. Maybe baptism is more important to us also than celebrating Christmas. Jesus was the Son of God. But in naming Jesus as Son of God in his baptism, he was given verbal assurance Jesus was born of the Holy Spirit. Baptism gave visible assurance that the Spirit was with him. Jesus' baptism gave him positive assurance that he would need, 
when he goes in for temptation, during the time of his ministry, his sufferings, and then his death. So this baptism that we read about today in the lesson is about God giving a stamp of approval to Jesus. And because it's written in Mark and it's written for us to read, maybe that's an acknowledgement of our own baptism. Do we see baptism as an assurance that we are children of God? Do we see our baptism filling us with the Holy Spirit? Do we see our baptism giving us power to face temptations, the ministry of our church, the sufferings that we do for faith, and the death that lies ahead of each of us? Baptism. Our founder of the Lutheran Church, Martin Luther, says when he was being tempted or when he had doubts, he would say, I am baptized, and make the sign of the cross on his head. It's kind of interesting. He didn't say when he was tempted, I am a Christian. He didn't say, I believe in Jesus Christ. He said, I am baptized. Because that is God's action on us, in us. God claims us. We are filled with that Holy Spirit. Our baptisms are not what we have done, I believe, or I am a Christian, but it's what God has done to us. There's a difference between John's baptism and Christian baptism. When John baptized, it was for repentance of sin and forgiveness. When Jesus has us baptized and his baptism. It is for repentance. It is for forgiveness. It is for the receiving of the Holy Spirit and that new relationship we have with God. And we also hear the words, well-pleased. Those are from God. And God is well pleased with us. God's saying, I like you. And that's before we do anything, if we're baptized as a child, or we don't do anything. It's us God likes. Not necessarily what we do or don't do. Liking is probably the most needy thing that we are. Sally Fields won an Oscar, and she addressed the crowd, and she said, you like me. You really like me. That desire to be liked is powerful. To be liked by God, to be made a child of God, 
is powerful. In Mark, this story of baptism also is a violent story. It doesn't say that the heavens opened and that the dove came down and that the voice came down. It says the heavens were torn apart, ruptured, ripped, not mendable, not repairable. And we have there an opening of heaven to us. And we have another event when Jesus is crucified and he is dying, he gives up his spirit. At that time, the curtain in the Holy of Holies is torn apart, top to bottom. What was started in baptism is ended in death. We have, in those two events, the invasion of God into our world. An invasion that brings death to the old way, life to God's way. And that spirit descends. It comes out of that torn, open heaven. And that spirit descends like a dove into Jesus. The spirit inhabits God's Son. Later on, the enemies of Jesus would call him possessed by Beelzebub. But that's not true. He is possessed by God's Spirit. So in this story of baptism, we have the whole truth, the whole story of Jesus. He is conceived by the Holy Spirit. He is named as Messiah. He is blessed with the Holy Spirit. And all of these things take place outside of the religious world. He is baptized in a river outside Jerusalem. That's where people should have gone for their cleansing, for their repentance. Jesus comes. And the writers of the gospel say, fresh skins are needed for this new wine. Jesus changes everything. The curtain is torn and the heavens are opened violently. Change happens. And it's good news to us. John's baptism had repentance and forgiveness. Jesus has water, has Holy Spirit. And it's similar. When we do our baptismal liturgy, we start with, do you renounce the powers of the devil? Repentance. 
and forgiveness. And then we add the Holy Spirit. You have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. We are followers of Christ. We are the people of Pentecost. We are the people of the Spirit that brings and carries this new life of Christ. When the people saw the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, they asked Peter what they should do. Repent, he says, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins will be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repent, forgiven, and Holy Spirit. How often do you think about your baptism? Maybe your family has it important where you light your baptismal candle on your baptismal day. Or maybe you learned about your baptism in confirmation and it or as an adult, and it becomes important to you. Maybe you were doing a study on baptism, and that baptismal act becomes important and deeper in your life. Or maybe you don't think about your baptism at all. That's okay. I'm not judging. Just asking. Do you think about your baptism? Baptisms make visible what God has already done in our life, makes us beloved child of God, and we carry that faith to others. That's the gift. That's the beginning of our new birth in God, and we share that with one another. Amen.